That's what they could do. They could hold hands and go to hell. Ugh. <laughs> if you guys want to have sex, I won't open the door. <laughs> Mark fucking hates us so much. Whatever, it's true. Oh, I can't breathe. Hey, guys. Hi. This is episode 160 of Hello Dysfunction. Of the bullshit. With Potafria. And I'm Crystal. Um, We're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. We're out of funny. We're so funny. And we just shared a post that says... um. It's a red flag if she's funny because mentally stable girls aren't funny. And I think it's true. For sure. Yeah, it's there's, true. There's I don't know any normal girls that are funny. No. That grew up in good homes. Fuck no. <laughs> no. No. You have to have a bunch of trauma. Yeah, that's like a rule. There's a minimum level of trauma yeah. requirement. To, to have humor. For sure. Um, so I don't feel this day. Um, usually it's Crystal. I... I was thinking about it on the way here. So far, I haven't had a period for February. And I'm like, okay, any day now, because I've been waiting on it to come for hella long. And it's still not here. But today, I'm like nauseous and I have cramps and a headache. So maybe it'll come tonight or tomorrow. But um, I was thinking about cramps. I don't know if I've shared this with you guys before um, with people that have been pregnant or whatever or had kids. But um, labor feels just like period cramps. So, like, when a bitch says she has bad cramps or whatever, that's what labor feels like. Okay. Exactly. You know, what's wild is I didn't have um, stomach cramps with my labors. So I had back labor. With both? Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. I, well, and, you Naya know, was the worst. I kept going into false labor, too. So, like, it was happening to me all the time. But that's exactly what it fucking feels like is I'm in labor. Contracting. Yeah. I hated that. I'm in labor right now. Um, <laughs> I just, I feel lousy. I don't know if y'all understand that. It's it's not a good feeling. And I just feel like we feel that way too much in our lives. It's really fun when you, when you get to the perimenopause stage and you never know when anything's coming anymore. Like it's random surprises. It is. Right? It, yeah, I used to. I like. I was like, you know, by the book every month, and it's not like that anymore. Yeah. Sometimes I get two periods. Sometimes I get none. Well, I think the vaccine fucked up our periods too, right? Um, for some women, it did. Yeah, I think that played a part. And then just since I had peas, period, um, my periods have not been, like, normal. Oh, girl. I'm not keeping the same schedule like I usually do, and it's just all over the place. And I get worse, like, worse symptoms the older I get. Ever since I had the kids, my shit's just been really bad, like, the nausea and the Mm -hmm. cramps and the headaches and the... But um, with the perimenopause lately, I've been having the mood swings, the irritability. I've mm. been having a lot of irritability. That's fun. And um, hot flashes. I've been getting mm. hella hot. And you know what else is something that's really fun that comes from fucking perimenopause? Discharge. Uh, uh, pineapples. <laughs> Boys. TMI. No vaginal fucking dryness. Like, really? For sex. 
sex, yes. <gasps> so sometimes it's hit or miss. Whoa. Sometimes you have to use lube. Oh. That part is really fucked up. doesn't matter how turned on you are. Yeah. Your body's wow. like, nope, I can't imagine that. I don't want to do this. And I've never yeah. had an issue there. We've always been juicy. Always. <laughs> it's always been a squish factory. <laughs> We've always been well lubricated. But it is. Wow. It's a fucking... It's a... a a hell effect of a well i mean it's easy enough to use lube for sure just and it, i mean it, it works know? and like, it's fine and, and yeah you there's know. definitely no shame or anything in me using lube like if i use fuck it fuck no. it like yeah um so i feel lousy uh we were talking about like yeast infections <laughs> outside and we've been on a fucking roll I was asking um, if she's ever tried the Azo yeast pills because I ordered some before. She said, have you ever baked a loaf of bread with your own yeast? And <laughs> I was like, you're fuck? so fucking gross and you're crossing hella lines that right now. That is not <laughs> what happened. I just, I don't even know how we got on the subject, but I was like, um, the last time I ordered the P ones from like Target, I had yeah. the, all of them, like the whole series <laughs> delivered. And I have those, those are lifesavers in my medicine cabinet, but I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're preventative or if they're like treatment. That was my fucking question. I don't know. So, uh, we were talking and I said, you know what I haven't used since I had the baby is, um, the boric acid supp- suppositories that I make myself that I used to rave about all the time, but because I'm not having sex anymore, um, I don't have... I said have, it's because wieners aren't ruining your they're fucking They're not causing flare-ups anymore, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had any vaginal flare-ups, uh, so I don't know. I haven't needed them. Right. It's like a whole different vagina. Um, Did you watch the Super Bowl halftime show? Mm-mm. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. Really? Of took course, me back to my old whore days yeah on social media i saw like a lot of clips and stuff but i, I, I just liked snoop and dre's part honestly yeah. I, when snoop did his little crip crip walk i like that he was banging crip on tv he, so they told him he wanted to have a blue bandana i guess in his pocket his and they told outfit him he couldn't. was a blue bandana well they told him he couldn't have a blue bandana so he yeah. wore a whole fucking good. outfit good i thought it, i love that it was a good show That's next cool. next to like prince's halftime show I could probably watch it on YouTube or something. That's exactly where I watched it. I didn't oh, watch okay. it during the game. Okay. I didn't. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. It was cute. Um, I found out earlier the full moon is in Leo tonight. I'm not going to try to act like I'm some astrological bitch. I don't even know what that means. I hope it means I it's either. my time to shine. I don't either, but I'm surrounded by you guys lately. And so I'm like, should I be worried? Possibly. Excuse me. Yeah, it's a little... Um, I don't know what it means. I, po- I asked excuse me on twitter earlier and somebody was like it's actually right now you if you felt anything you would have felt it like starting yesterday and it's not anything bad because nothing's in retrograde so like it's just i think it's reaffirming like things that you want in your life and like good it's positive shit apparently Hmm. but when i just read leo's going direct that sounds really like (laughs) aggressive (laughs) and i you guys are naturally yeah you guys are already uh tend to do too much definitely i was like oh god definitely i've been you know yesterday was a bad day for me um i just had a pity party for myself on and off yesterday you know, obviously dealing with my dead dad. And then yeah. it was um, a bad day. It was a bad day for me too. And then I had texted you <clears throat> and I just, we compare trauma notes. Yeah. And I was like, do you ever just feel like 
it's really hard to parent. Um, and not, it wasn't even anything in specific. It was just coming from a place of being in charge, the adult, um, you know, when you still need, I feel like I still need parented myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, I don't know. It's so hard to explain, but cheated. Yeah, I do. the word you used. I do. I feel stunted. Um, Yeah. I feel like I have enough wisdom to be a good mother, but I, the maturity level, everybody else very stunted for sure. Yeah. You know, I say all the time, like we're like slow adults, like how, why do we have kids? We're so immature. Yeah. No, I had a talk actually with my boyfriend the other day, yesterday maybe. And I was saying, and me and you talk about this often. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked over at bunny the other day and I was like, why? That's my kid. Like, why do I have kids? So weird. Like, it's very weird to think. And I have a granddaughter. Like, how is, why do I have kids? Like, I am a kid yeah. in my mind. So why am I responsible? I'm a kid with access to more money. Yes. So why am I responsible for anybody else? I sh- damn near shouldn't even be responsible for myself. Yes. Um, but we're not the only ones. Like I know no. a couple other, you know, people that we grew up with that are the same way. So maybe that's just part of like parenting yourself and you carry that. Yeah, my bro- you know, my brothers are like that too. We're all like really you never, immature. Never fully grow up. Like we don't act like adults. We, we are look- Neverland. Yes. We ranch babies. Peter Pan. We don't look like adults. We don't dress like adults. We don't behave like adults. We have Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah, I think we really do. But like not even I think that's usually used in a like trying to be cool sense. <clears throat> but we're not. We're just like stunted. No. We're mentally stunted. <laughs> For real? <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I think about that all the time. Like, normal people get a head start. Like, they get a uh, they get an extra push that we didn't get. Yeah, on one hand, I feel like we have all these benefits because... We have personality benefits. Yeah. And we have humor benefits. Wisdom benefits. Uh, street smart benefits. Hyper-focus benefits. Fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, that type of shit. Yeah. Sensitivity to everything in the world. Yeah, yeah, but when it comes to like real grown up shit, maturity out uh, the window, responsibility out the window. It took me a long time to learn responsibility. A long fucking time, and I'm, and still, I'm still learning. Not a hundred percent. No, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're not, right. Not at all. Like not at I'm. All. I think about it sometimes. Like I'm never the one to say, "Oh, I'm too old for something." Maybe going to the club. I say now because I just don't like it. But like fighting and shit. I'll get in a fight right now. That's where my wisdom comes into play, you guys. <laughs> Serious. Like, there's <laughs> nothing is stopping me with shit like that. And I think other adults, like, it should, you yeah. know? But I'll I'll be fighting probably till I die. Like, yeah. I nothing is stopping me in that department. Or me. It's just yeah. weird. Like, we're not where we should be. Mm-mm. We're a little lower on the spectrum. Yeah, and sometimes I feel a little butthurt about it. Yeah. <clears throat> For sure, I do. Because it's going to be like this forever. Yeah. And the way we talked yesterday, uh, we were basically just saying that, like, it never gets any easier. You just learn how to live with it You just navigate it. Yeah, you just learn how to manage it and feel it, you know, better. But it never gets better. No, and I feel like once you've um, been injured by any type of childhood trauma, 
I mean, you can go to therapy as much as you want and you can heal and learn coping, but that just teaches never you coping. fully yeah. heals. No. Like it's always fucking there. Yeah. So forever. I don't even have my hopes up for that anymore. Like, cause it's yes. never going to go away. It doesn't. That's the, the rude part. And then once in a while, like yesterday, it pokes through Yeah. and you're like, fuck, so fucked up, dude. Yeah. It's really fucked up. And you know, I don't hold any grudges or anything. I do. But just I do feel upset by it for sure because not only did we not ask to be here like you know just now we have to stay here (laughs) so we didn't ask to be left either like you know what I mean like fuck you twice like I don't know it's been it's fucked up it's really yeah I just I don't think people realize the gravity of of how people turn out from childhood trauma you can really fuck your kids up. yeah and it's it's all from childhood shit i think yes. like even watching soft white underbelly or like you know anything when when people are talking about their struggles whether it be mental struggles or whatever it's always some some it drug addiction it always starts, stems yep from some childhood shit always uh, that is a reoccurring theme yeah. on soft white underbelly that's something that i always tell myself in regards to parenting is that i don't want to fuck you guys up for being with me right now you know what i mean and it fucks you up for the rest of your life because it will so i try to make it like as smooth and non-toxic as possible keep all the bullshit away from my kids you know they don't be meeting a bunch of boyfriends and shit they don't see me being disrespected ever like you know i try to just keep be really on top of that even though i'm cussing and I, i talk about fingering and shit and like i get in fights in public but like at least, you know, they could deal with that and, yeah. and kind of laugh it off. But For like, sure. the really important shit I try to stay on top of that could like damage. Yeah, I think it's one of the reasons like with the girls, I give them um, an open forum. Like, you know, I check in with them and ask um, if there's anything I can do better or if there's anything I'm doing that you don't like or, you know, really nice that hurts their feelings. I would never ask or- <laughs> Well, I even asked Bunny. Yeah. I always ask all three girls, you know, like, is there an area I can improve in? You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, It's so funny that you say, even though I talk about fingering and cussing and shit, because me, Mark, and Stevie are laying in bed last night and we're watching um, the new season of Love is Blind, Mm -hmm. which is fucking great, by the way. So we're laying there and Stevie's like... Why why are they sending them to <clears throat> on vacation? And I, I said, they're basically sending them to fuck. And Mark looked over and goes, Crystal, what the fuck is this is our 13. And I was like, oh, my God, Stevie, I'm so sorry. I'm there you go. so sorry. There you go. Because you're they're basically sending them parent. to suck fucking dick to see if they like it. And if they, they want to suck it. that same dick forever. That's exactly what it is. And Mark started, he was like Crystal and like made his eyes big and then he started hell laughing. And Stevie was like, Jesus Christ, Crystal, <laughs> I just asked. And she called me Crystal. Well. Why they were on vacation. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been there. Like, I asked Stingers one time when he had a girlfriend, like when he was maybe 13 or something. I was like, so have you had sex? Like, tell me. And he was like, I'm not talking about that. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not having that conversation with you. And I was like, so are you just like fingering her or like? He's like, get the fuck <laughs> out of my bedroom. But he was in the backseat. She like screamed. And he was like, <laughs> he was really mad. Like, he did not. I mean, those are funny. rational questions, I yeah, think. Yeah, I just wanted to know like how far he was in 
sexual knowledge. Like, I don't do know. we need to get you condoms? Yeah. Do you need to talk with your dad about that kind of shit now? Right. Like, I don't know. Right. But he didn't appreciate the topic of conversation. He's like, you're way all. too comfortable. Yeah. You're basically. a child. <laughs> you're a child. Did you have to word it like that? <laughs> right. Are you shoving your fingers in her pussy yet? <laughs> have you started that yet? Are you there yet? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Speaking of a grandma, uh, I think that grandma's like a fat, uh, loving grandma that gives you big hugs and smells like makeup and like bakes and teaches you how to like bake and shit. I think those are phased out. I think grandmas be like 35 now and they have BBLs and shit. Yeah, I think maybe... Uh... Cause it's not my just... mom's one of the last she bakes <laughs> yeah but like after that you know i, I think no not done. the ones that looked like nona and shit no, yeah no there's there's all those grandmas are gone all the grandmas look young now yeah exactly they so i'm like, like June i just think about my mom i think about me yeah i think of you know and it's like they're never gonna have that because i'm never gonna bake with them <laughs> or, and i'm never dick. gonna be like giving them well i'll give them hugs but like you know, just like not grandma hugs. You're like not too long because I'm so awkward. Because I'm really weird with affection. Yeah. That's another thing we were talking about. You're hella weird with affection. Yeah. And it spills over into my kids, which I feel bad about. But I, I feel was, like this is confession time. Yeah. I was saying where I'm very lax and lenient, you're a little more stern. Yeah. And where you're all awkward and weird, I make sure to tell the kids I we I love them, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I think they get an okay balance with yeah. the three of us. Co-parenting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank God for y'all because um, <laughs> on Valentine's Day, my sister gave Bunny a gift and she was like, you're my Valentine this year. Like something, something something here this is for you um i love you and bunny was like omg oh my god like it's so cute it's so cute but she like would not say she I didn't love know you back. she should say i love you she just oh she knew she wasn't and so um, which is so funny because here when i tell them when i tell her i love you she'll say i love you right back i can't even picture that i think it's because it's this household and so it's, it's like the vibe yeah like it's normal here so yes. it feels like go with the flow I yes guess. probably yeah she she wouldn't say it and like there's been times where me and her have had a talk or something and i try to throw that in like seasoning and she'll look at me and be like we don't like do that like that's weird or if she's, she's like crying, are you dying <laughs> she's crying and i try to hug her or something it gets all weird because like we don't hug and stuff because i didn't come from that and no one did that for you yeah exactly so it's fucked up because and we joke about it but she said like uh i don't say i love you because me and you don't like it's weird yeah i'm sorry <laughs> like I, it makes me feel like shit but like she, i didn't know, get it like she that. knows like, you love her though yeah she does for sure but it's just i've made them weird in that way yeah um like i just started hugging stinkers again recently but, good but be uh, like i went years I make think. it weird it's all I, right yeah if you make it weird and laugh about it it's not as weird yeah it's I'm like gonna, cancels itself out i'm gonna start making it weird uh but i was just thinking to myself like i went years without hugging him and think about well and you as a kid like you went how long without somebody hugging you yeah. or kissing you or saying i love you like yeah so it feels weird yeah and then even if you want to take it a step further i don't know how much you want me to confess this episode but like when people have really good relationships with dads 
You're like, oh, they want to fuck their daughter? Yes. Because no man could possibly love his child. No man could ever innocently love his child, ever. I'm like, he wants to fuck her. Like, that's weird. Why why is he so affectionate? Like, why? That's, Mike, I can't change my mind on that. Childhood trauma for the win. (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) And I'd just be like, you know, my husband ain't never going to love my kids like that. He ain't never (laughs) giving my daughter a bath. Like are tucking her in at night. Like, sorry. Don't kiss her mouth. Yeah, you're not fucking doing none of that. God shit. Like, damn. And it's yeah. so fucked up. But because... I'm hella serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Our, our brains are just not where they should be. So you guys keep that in mind when you're disagreeing. <laughs> or when you're listening to us. <laughs> Please, because people like like to tell us about ourselves sometimes and we expect it on a certain level but i'm pretty fucking self-aware if you uh if, it, if you don't agree like you can disagree that's fine but like uh don't expect to agree with us on everything don't expect a rational adult conversation from her ever is basically what she's saying <laughs> in so many words yeah basically um it is what it is you know we do is. our best i say that all the time but really i mean what else can you do yeah do your best speaking of why we're on fucking childhood trauma mental illness so the whole britney spears thing right i recently listened to an episode from uh my arch nemesis i'm just kidding oh uh, yeah. uh her caller daddy did a um a two-part episode with jamie lynn spears oh and you know how Jamie Lynn has been getting a lot of shit in mm-hmm. the media for not defending her sister or not doing more and Brittany, for like, the conservatorship. Brittany like posted some shit too, basically like fuck you to her sister. Which is crazy. I implore, uh, I highly recommend everyone go listen to the two part episode. It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way the host um is very accusatory on the second episode, like the last 10 minutes, I was thinking, like, who the fuck are you? You're not the cops. Like, why are you talking to her like that? But, you know, whatever. She really was, like, interrogating her, like, the last 10 minutes, like it was a FBI interview. Weird. But Jamie Lynn um, has written a book, I guess, and she talks about, and, you know, their childhood and and things from her perspective. Mm -hmm. And there's... We forget there's a 10-year age gap between Jamie and Brittany, which is pretty big, you know? So at the time when Brittany was having her meltdown, the very first that the public knew about Mm -hmm. shaving her head, Jamie Lynn had just turned 16 and was pregnant herself, and her family was doing fucked up shit to her. Oh. Um, And I don't know if you remember, but she actually took her own parents to court back then. No, I didn't remember. Yeah, so she had her own issues with her parents. Wow. Um, there, It's a very good interview, and it gives insight into um, the fact that maybe Brittany has always um, possibly had a little something. You can tell in this family that fame really fucked them up. Oh. You know, really bad. Yeah. And, um, it's just a really good interview and she was reading receipts like they showed her screenshots from her phone from her sister Uh she did try to help with the conservatorship she did reach out to lawyers and britney's own lawyer was really fucked up he was really getting off on the fame and 
publicity from being her lawyer during this conservatorship. Of course. So he was actually like sabotaging her. So he could continue yes. being needed. He wasn't yeah. trying to get it ended. That's just like on my 600 pound life when their partner is a feeder. Like yes. I don't want a- you to get better because then I'm I'm going to feel like I'm not useful anymore. Yes. And then, you know, I'm not going to be on the next follow up episode. Yes. With you. And Jamie even <laughs> pointed that out. And I hate you. And then Jamie, that's your analogy. <laughs> Your girlfriends. That's my, um, yeah, comparison. So, yeah, so Jamie Lynn even pointed out that, you know, your lawyer seems shady, like this, this, this is going on, like, yeah. you know, looking to a different lawyer, blah, blah, blah. As soon as she said that, or as soon as she would give info to Brittany's lawyer about shit that would help her, the lawyer would fucking... Cut off contact. Tell the other side, the the rest of the family. Like, it was, it's just was so fucked up. Yeah. So I think... I kind of think she's getting a really fucking bad rap. Which one? Oh, the sister? Yeah, Jamie yeah. Lynn. And then she's like, you know, me and me and Brittany were fine the last time I, I talked to her. Like, she sent me Christmas gifts. We did this, this, and this. And then... So now you're all feeling sorry for her because you listen to this podcast I don't feel episode. sorry for her, but... You're I, all warmed up to her now? I just know what it's like to have experience with someone who has some mental mental health issues so yeah that it's hard water to navigate sometimes you know and you know she just she really explains a lot and I think it's just a good perspective to have on you know I do like watching Britney's dance videos I know I'm tired she hates them them and I fucking I want her to love sending them to her again her and the shit she be wearing and like the twirls, the twirls, are my the drunk looking twirls, like cut it out. She's fucking having a good time. I'm sick of her. The like, heels, the fucking heels. I'm so sick of her. I love it. The um, angle. It's always the same always. angle. She needs to be back in a conservatorship. No, like, no, she just needs a little bit of supervision. She needs a payee. Or yes, something, a payee is good. At least, yeah. She needs a little bit of supervision. Let just, her fly. Yeah, I just don't want her to be trusted to do everything her self i'm not even i don't want myself trusted to do everything myself so it's not (laughs) saying anything bad about her really you know i just some people need some supervision yes and if the the interview is very good i will say that okay i'll listen to it um this week i've had lonnie well why am i trying to take hella credit i've had her for one night i've had her for one day there you go lying there i go um i've initially was gonna have her for the whole week while my daughter was like on a trip but um her dad has been having like me and him alternate days so like he came and got her today but I'm gonna get her back tomorrow Mm -hmm. um but it's so weird like you know they were staying with me for a while and so I got to see her every day and like you know I knew how she was then that's been months ago now so not only has she sprouted and like she's tall and shit but she's a whole different person she doesn't she looks so different already she acts different she talks different everything she's like a smart little girl Girl. and it's very fucking weird she don't cry she put herself to sleep last night shut up she didn't wake up all night long she was baby brutus for a while oh my god i'm talking about we would have to like hold her down to take a bath to like no she is so easygoing and great she was whooping asses yeah she's not like that anymore She's a whole different baby. Shut up. What's funny is she's kind of like Mona, but in a more aggressive way. She looks so much like Mona. I call her small Mona. Yes. She, uh, Mona was always, has always been a nurturer. Yeah. Like with other, even kids her age. Always. 
ever since she was little, she's always been taking care of other kids, right? That's mm. just her thing. Uh, small Mona is the same way, but in an aggressive way. She drags she, Pee-Pee by her yes. fucking onesie. She'd be wanting to snatch her up. She'd be wanting to yell at her all the time. All the time. And, like, she thinks she's the mom. And I'd be having to think to myself, like, Pee-Pee is your auntie. Like, <laughs> don't get it Respect twisted. Respect your elders, Do Lonnie. not get it twisted. That's your aunt. Like. It's so cute. It's all, we're all mixed up. But uh, They're so cute, dude. Yeah, but it's cute to see because she's always, like, come eat. Come on, come eat peace. And like, she'll, t- it's, come sit down. Come Bossy. Eat. Yes, she's bossing her around all the time, wanting to be like the little mom. And Aww. I'm just, I'm so excited for her to come back because she's not a handful anymore. She's so I do, feel like, she's manageable on your yes, own now. Yes, before I used to like need Mona for backup close by because I didn't want to keep her by myself and have her flip out because she yeah. would really fucking flip out. Yeah. All that is over with. Wow. Like, yeah she's not even two yet in a matter of months yes in a matter of months like when i say people people kids only be a baby for a year it really is only a fucking year yeah and then you (laughs) no i hate it (laughs) now i already want another one god damn it yes i do i'm like that was still baby kind of but like i mean yeah she is taking her time with a lot of shit and i love it so a friend did say i think that was the universe like knowing you wanted a baby so bad and like this might be your last one so uh she's moving really slow with everything and taking her time she really she's on her own schedule yeah so i could like enjoy it more but it's still moving too Too quick for you (laughs) still not slow enough so i don't know i might try to have another one uh but yeah I'm, I'm excited about i'm not that baking grandma but i'm like the one that'll let you cuss and for like, sure and and yeah i might let you color on a wall stay up late and for whatever sure. yeah i'm a fun grandma I, I love that valentine's day did you you guys don't celebrate huh we don't really celebrate mark just always makes us dinner what'd you guys have oh god it's so fucking good in fact it was so good he made another pot of it. So there's another pot of it in the fridge. It's like this mushroom cream sauce with hella mushrooms in it over mini penny pasta. And the cream sauce kind of has, well, I know he puts cayenne and paprika in it. It's just fucking delicious. Huh. And um, there he added shrimp and chicken in the first batch. And um, it's the best thing he's ever made in my really? book so fucking good and he does a lot of cooking he does um he really enjoys it that's good i it's so good that i've eaten like five bowls in two and days you don't eat food so <laughs> and my fucking i'm glad i'm gonna tell him keep making it and my stomach it hurts my stomach really bad because there's heavy cream in it stop the word cream i don't like mark made sure to say cream 50 fucking I, times i'm cringing and i'm like clenching i don't like that word it's a really creamy it's sauce. a cream mushroom cream sauce cream, cream. base stop fucking the cream saying stop hurts my tummy so bad so well, yeah. fucking bad you be eating you're the same person that eats like blocks of cheese and you know what what you're in for and you still do it today i ate motherfucking rich what? bought us a, a croissant breakfast sandwich and it was like ham egg and cheese and I had him take the egg off. And my ass, I knew it was going to hurt. Pork and cheese together. Both of them caused me 
stomach issues. Fun. So I ate half of a half of it, and my stomach hurt within like five minutes. But it was really good. It so. was worth it. Yeah. I'm glad I have like a Teflon stomach because I'd be eating shit that probably sat in the fridge too long. You're nasty like, like Mark. Yeah, for sure. I'd be pushing it. So I'm lucky that um, I'm kind of like my dad in that way. I could handle any like anything <laughs> thrown your way anything thrown down my throat like yeah I, my stomach is not sensitive at all my um and mine's the fucking the opposite yeah. everything i eat makes my stomach hurt it's to the point where sometimes i would just rather not fucking eat yeah. so then my stomach don't fucking hurt God, and i even that you know suck. it does it does you better start like taking- i started taking probiotics <laughs> so i recommend all of you take probiotics she's drunk right now <laughs> Um, no, that I mean, try yeah, or like lactate or something. Is I that have a, is lactate. That a medicine? Yeah, I have tubal lactate in my purse yeah, like, and Gasex. Try to take Pepto. those first, and then see if it. I don't know. I don't know what that life is like. I'm sorry. It's not a good life. It's, it's probably fucking IBS or something. Who knows? Charlene, thank you for that as well. Thank you for that fucking damage as well, Char. Thank you. High five. Um, real quick, can we talk about my eyelashes? Go for it. So I still have them on, as you Which see. Which I'm shocked because she called me one day and was like, how do I get them off? Yeah, I was kind of freaking out. Um, so I know I mentioned them like last week and I was like, I don't think this life is for me. I really like, like I don't them. Know. I hope it is for you. So the thing is, like, I just have to understand. I think la- the lashes extensions like this are for people that wear minimal makeup, right? Like that don't really wear makeup every day, which I don't right now. But yeah. like the makeup that I do wear... I wouldn't be able to do it with these. I can tell. Have you tried? No, but I can tell. However, I just want you to try once, though. Okay, I probably will. Because you're supposed to wash them. So I've been washing them. Good. They look so fucking much better after you wash them. They get like a whole new shape. Yeah, they reform. They do. What is that? It's called, that's why you should wash them. Wow. It takes the oil off I, your fucking eyelids, too. I was blown away. And I you, was like, hold on. These yeah. look like a fresh, brand new set. And you don't get eye bugs. So here's the thing. Um, I, my biggest complaint was that it kind of felt like I was sensitive to either the lashes or the glue or something. She said, my eyes feel heavy. Like, they're not opening all the way. <laughs> they're not. But they, like, you're so dramatic. It felt like burning, kind of. It's yeah. hard to describe. But The first day you get them done, it is... Irritable. Yes. Okay, so that's what I felt like. And I was like, I can't do this every day. <laughs> um, it's not like it that every That eventually day. stopped. Yes. Once that stopped, I was like, oh, I need to get these like filled in now. Because I had ripped out I all the... Them. I had like some longer length ones mixed in. It was all cute, but... It was hella cute. I took the longer ones out. But they still look really good like this. So I'm like, I want to get them filled in now. I do like them a lot. So when I wash them now, I was just amazed that they're like brand new. They're hella like perfectly shaped. I was looking at them on the porch. Yeah. I was like, wow. It's a good life over here. Who knew? Yeah. I didn't know. I did. I like it. Here I am two years in with a minimal break. I have like a change of heart. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I'm like, I I do want a touch up now. So good. Jada. um, Jada is who did my lashes. I want to plug her real quick. Um, Her Instagram is Jada, J-A-Y-D-A, period, uh, Nadine, N-A-I, 
D-E-N-E. And her actual lash page is Pink Bloom Lashes. Just standard spelling. That's cute. And uh, she's great. Like, I just I want to clarify in case um, it was confusing what I said last week that I wasn't sure if this life was for me, but they were done excellent. Yes. And the fact that I've been able to like wash them and like like rub with my I'm not using brushes or anything. I'm just kind of like gently scrubbing with my hands and none have come out. Yes. Like people think you're not <laughs> supposed to wash your lashes when you have extensions. That's what I thought. You have to wash them because what happens is the oils from natural and oils I have from an your oily skin ass face that will build up and they will actually cause you to lose your lashes quicker because it weakens the bond. And not yeah. only that, you get eye boogers and shit and it'll build homes for eye bugs yeah i might so i didn't know anything about that life i'm still learning but they are done excellent to where even though i i like redid you know changed the style or whatever they're <laughs> still really fucking good so i'm hoping that i could get another appointment with her i like them a lot and um get them touched up because now i'm happy so like you guys if you're lot. in the bay area um like east bay definitely hit her up and follow her page because they are fucking excellent they really are Everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you run into, what turns you on. And if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. For listeners of the show, right now Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com dysfunction. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash dysfunction. Check it out. Let us know what you think. While we're on, like, body shit, I, I want to mention something. So I I posted that, pic, that dumpster picture in the Safeway bathroom on our story, right? The mm -hmm. one. Dumpster picture? In the Safeway bathroom. Of you. Yeah, and it I said... It wasn't a dumpster. No, I said a dumpster photo because I put the trailer with a raccoon on it and shit. Oh, okay. As a joke, right? Okay. So I had a bunch of people reach out and say, <clears throat> how did you get your body like that? What did you do to get your body Stress. like that? Stress and anxiety. But something I just... I want to reiterate and make clear and educate people on is no matter what size I've been, whether I was 200 pounds or 135 pounds, my hip to waist ratio has always stayed the same. That's not right. something you can change right? unless you have surgery. These people that try to sell you waist trainers oh, yeah. or skinny tees. It's a scam. It, it's a scam. Yeah. that You can build muscle in places you have muscle. So you can build your butt up to a certain extent. You know, you can tone your arms. You can shape your back. You can even do Russian twists and like tighten up your waist. But, but you're you not going to build hips. No, you, you can't. It, it doesn't work like that and I hate that there's this false reality put out there to scam people right. it really fucking bothers <clears throat> me another thing is I wear the bombshell bra by Victoria's Secret which is a fucking really good push-up bra you know sometimes I contour my boobs you know everything is sometimes is an optical illusion not everything is as perfect as you think and I just 
you know, I want people to know that, you know, like. Quit trying to act like you don't think you're hot. I'm not saying I'm not hot, but I'm just <laughs> you're saying Leo I and don't. We already know. I just don't want people thinking that they're. That you're naturally hot. Or well, like, or that what? just that fucking, you know, just I'm just being honest is all. Oh, I'm like being there's very not transparent. a way to achieve your shape. Yes. That's your. Yeah. Because yes. your, your shape stayed the same. Yes. Always. When yeah. I worked out, it got tighter and it smoothed out. But I would just got fucking I was just born like this. It's not something I can take credit for. Right. You know right. what I mean? And there's all types of things you can do to make your body look fucking great in photos angles angles and shit you know so while i am fucking hot okay (laughs) don't don't get get that twisted (laughs) i just want to be transparent as possible yeah well that's nice yeah you know so don't fucking from me to these people um, i have like hip dips but you can always get those filled in during a bbl i have hip dips too here um, we go and I just want everybody to know that I am 100% pro-surgery. I'm pro-surgery, And too. if you have any surgery you need questions, to sit down, though. <laughs> I'd be the bitch to, Yeah, to you, you're very knowledgeable, like, yeah. for sure, because she has a whole Instagram dedicated to surgeons across the world. <laughs> and fucking is Really? Turkey every- and everywhere. That's, yeah. I'm not lying. I'm like, I got a passport now. <laughs> it's it's attainable. I could have that I'm little not fucking lying. Barbie nose and Russian lips. I could do all that shit. I hate that fucking nose shit, man. I am not a fan I mean, of that I'm miniature. Not, well, that's because you have a tiny puppy nose. nose. You have a tiny nose the size I'd be of my seeing pinky. that tiny nose on faces and it doesn't fit. Like yeah. it gets too small at it some does. point, it you does. know. And then the upturn. Yes, that's what it is. I don't like that. It's like little um the who's a little or something. elf like nose a little, yeah that's exactly what it is I, i'm that's like make mine right bigger now. i'm gonna get filler to make mine bigger. to build a bridge they have get, you seen the nose jobs with fillers yeah well yeah that, they look great the non-surgical nose jobs yes. or i've seen people get bridges built so like mm. um a lot of asian women i've seen some have they take a piece of rib bone out of your fucking rib Whoa, and they build that you, sounds painful and they i mean you're under you're fine and i mean healing I don't know. And they build you a nose bridge. Like, it's amazing what these surgeons can do. Yeah, I've seen a TikTok where the girl had, uh, God, what is it called? It's called something eye, where basically they make an incision. I follow a girl that just Fucking through your eyebrows and your eyelids, and they pull your whole fucking... It's called, like, fox eye. It's wild. Her shit is still healing. They her eyes were swollen shut for like the yes. first four days. I'm like that. She could looks not see. like it hurts. Yeah, it's very very um serious surgery. I'll say her shit was purple and she could not open her eyes. For, I don't want to fuck around with my eyes and by my eyes unless absolutely have to. She's so happy. Like this is somebody that gets dramatic body modifications. Got Huge, it. insane. Um. She got that and she was like, I'm so happy because now my face looks like a filter. But this is somebody who has like basketball boobs and like, mm. you know, really serious modifications. But um, yeah, it's just crazy to see like the shit they can do. Yeah, because I feel like back in the day. Surgeons, All you could get was tits. Yeah, you could just get tits, tits and that's a, no, it. a facelift. Maybe, <laughs> that's maybe no a nose job. job. That's it. There were, those were the three things those you could three. get. Yeah. Maybe now, lipo. Lipo. OK, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Now you can change. They can build you bat wings if anything, you want. Anything you want. Anything. That's dangerous. It is. It is. Log off. Yeah. I need to unfollow doctors. Um, spe- Speaking of TikToks, have you seen the TikTok video going around? Um, There was that trend where it was like, help me find. No. And they would have someone put someone in the video, right? Uh-uh. So there was this girl. 
she went to Miami and she was like, help me find this man. And her and her friend had been taking pictures in the water uh-huh. and a dude walked over, um, didn't have a wedding ring on and was like, you know, casually flirting with her and shit. I guess they, uh, he gave her his, his number. Uh-huh. She was fucked up at the time. She lost it. So she was like, help me find this man. You TikTok, like missed, I hope he's not married. connections or whatever yes. like they used to have on <clears throat> Craigslist and shit. It got shared millions of times. Okay. Found the dude. Motherfucker's married. Of course. I was just going to say, no shock there. Right. So the wife messages the girl. Oh, God. And, you know, the girl's very nice. I'd be like, guess what? You got a boyfriend now. So the wife was <laughs> like... um, you know, did you guys sleep together? And the girl was like, no, no. She explained everything that happened. Um, and But like we were working on it. She, she was like, you know, I'm really sorry, sis, blah, blah, blah. And the wife was like, sis, that's all you now. I don't exactly. want him, blah, blah, blah. That right? would be me. So she was very like, when I first read about this story, she was like, I'm good. You can have him. I'm, yeah. I'm good on this marriage. I went and looked up her fucking TikToks and I looked at everyone's pages and shit. Uh-huh. But she posted. Well, now. Updates. Well, now there's a new video going around where, and there was an article related to it where she's staying with the husband mm-hmm. and they're going to counseling. Okay. They're going to be starting counseling and the guy's in the video and they're like questioning the wife and the husband. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking apparent he's lying. <gasps> and the dude's like, so what have you learned? And he's like, if you're on any beach in the world always stay six feet away from women like he's like trying to lie about this video overcompensating now yeah like just own it you were being a dog dude. you were being a man you were gonna cheat on your fucking wife right. if you had the fucking chance right and you got caught why weren't you wearing your wedding ring right you had plans you yes. were out fishing yes yes so oh god I, and sh- is she falling for it they're going to counseling. The wife was like rolling her eyes when he was okay, answering good. and shit. You good. know, she was like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. But they have four so kids together. Issue, okay. I'm not uh, frowning on anybody that chooses to stay with a cheating partner. Obviously. I've talked about that so many fucking times, but my issue would be with the lying. I always say I'm more mad at the lie than I am about whatever. And he's still lying. So it's like, how yeah, are you going to go yeah. to couple's counseling if you're and still you can't not even own real. what you were really doing? Yeah, that's dumb. That it's would not fucking, work. it's insulting. You'd be better off telling me I was trying to fuck this girl while I was out of town. Yes. Um, it wasn't going to mean anything or whatever. Like, I'm really that cool. Like, you could tell me that. Men think that people be lying when they say that. Some of us really mean that. Some of you guys do. And that would that would have been like dealt with. Even if I don't like it, I want to know. I want to find out from you, not find out from somebody else. Or fucking right? social media video. Exactly. Oh my God. Because now you look dumb. And then it's now on you video. you look dumb. Yep. To, yeah. That's... And you're still lying and still making me look dumb because I'm like, bitch, I'm going to try and work it out with you and go to counseling. And yeah. you're still fucking lying. But you need to admit you was trying to fuck. He's trying to make it look like it was the lady's fault and she's fucking nuts and shit. No I don't like that. None. He hasn't reached the humble point in his life. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, you can tell he, he looks like a fucking asshole, too. That's not somebody I would want to work it out with. No. Because you're not learning the lesson. Nope. You're not. No. Learn the fucking lesson. You're still being a fucking yeah. idiot. So. Admit you didn't have your ring on from the jump. Like, you was trying to fuck something. Right. You approached those women. Right. They didn't go looking for you. That's annoying. I know. I don't like... 
um, adults that are not accountable for their own shit. Fuck no. Own it and just apologize if you feel sorry and like get past it. Speaking, have you watched the Tinder Swindler? I have not, but I'm going to because you gotta watch it. Every show and like everything, uh, podcast, all these references in like pop culture right now from it. I don't know what any of them mean. And I want to talk about it. So you have to fucking watch it. I'll watch it and then we'll talk about it next week. And then, um, so there's a new, I read all the books by Lee Child for the Jack Reacher series. And there's a new series called Reacher and mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It, it follows the books pretty well. Well, what is this? Cause I don't know what you're talking about. It's called Reacher. It's a series TV show. Oh. Um, it's on Amazon prime, but I read, you read the books. There's hell of them. There's oh, okay. like fucking 30. And you read them base. all. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Back when you series. Used to read books. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Lee Child's Detective Reacher series. I mean, not Detective, but Reacher, Jack Reacher series. And then um, Michael McConnelly's Detective Harry Bosch series is really good. All those books. But I don't know if you remember some years back, Tom Cruise was in the movie Reacher. Do you uh-uh. remember? No. Ugh, worst character casting ever oh, God. oh he was the worst like jack reacher supposed to be like this six foot five rugged looking man and here comes pretty midget <laughs> sorry midget's not a nice word pretty small tom Cruise. asshole tom Cruise. yeah yeah just not good anyways the series follows the books the casting is much better so recommend good. yeah okay and then you guys Love is Blind. I need you to start watching that so we can talk about that because season yeah. one was good. I watched season one. I really enjoyed it. Two. It, remember, it had me wanting good. to like sign up. I was like, I'm going to fucking email them because this is the life I need. I need to do it just like this. Base it on science. Yes. And it's going to fucking work out. So after watching season one and season two, I'm going to say Love is Not Blind. Did you uh, did you finish season two already? No. Um, I stayed up till two in the morning. I'm paying for it today. I'm so tired. Uh-oh. <clears throat> but no, there's, I'm not done. Okay. I'm, I think I'm four episodes in. Okay. But I just, love is not blind. Really? No, no. Like there's some people. For me, it kind of is. And if you look at my track record, you'll see that because no one looks alike. No one, you know what I mean? Like big, small, fat, skinny, like, you know, all different types of people. Really? It's just humor okay so So that will make love blind to me right and um i agree but i think you do have to be sexually attracted to i will be sexually attracted if you're funny so there's some people um and we saw that in the first season that had great connections in the pods you know without seeing each other and then they see each other and they're like what the fuck it's was happening. anybody really like disappointed? I don't remember anybody being like. Oh my god, the blonde-haired white bitch, Mark. Remember Mark last season, the the ding dong who kept thinking it was gonna work out with her, the crazy bitch that had wanted the white dude first, oh. but the white dude chose the other broad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's kind of another situation like that. Okay. And then there's another couple, and it, they're connections were great in the pods but they're struggling with the physical with the chemistry now that they see yes and one of them i think is so fucking pretty i'm like how does he not think she's gorgeous maybe it reminds him of somebody he hates or something he said his aunt see i'm so smart so he said his aunt and the reason i'll just tell you this part it's not giving away anything but he says his aunt because um he's of one ethnicity and Uh he's only dated 
white women his whole life. Okay. Well, the woman he connected with is his same ethnicity. So he's like me. He's like, it feels this like, feels like I'm, it feels like I'm with my aunt. Exactly. It's and, true. It's true. And so that's what he's struggling with. I don't and think she's I've gorgeous ever, to me. I don't think I've ever dated or slept with anybody that is of, I, I haven't of my ethnicity, uh, any of them. And you know, like as a relationship or anything. And I've always said, cause it, it would feel like I'm fucking a relative, which I'm not against the role playing of, but like we know that Just here we go. Fucked up but, child um, trauma. It has to be, it has to be as a kink. Like I don't want it every day. It's, it's just a, a treat. It's a kink treat. Yeah. Like I'm fucking a relative. A kink treat. I don't want to feel like that on a normal every no. day. Just for special occasions. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Totally. This this uh, season is interesting. All right. I'm looking forward to starting it. There's a lot of shit I want to watch, actually. I need to get on it. I've been so uh, deep into my 600 pound life and fucking. That's all you can see. Yes. That's all I've been watching. Um, really quick. Did you see that they were allowing the 15-year-old Russian figure skater to compete in Olympics who had a dirty fucking drug test? <sighs> yeah, what's that about? I get it. Other countries might have their own rules, but, like, isn't, like, the Olympics for everybody universal rules? That's like, what I thought. That's what I thought. I mean, I know I'm not the smartest. So but... Shikari was banned from the Tokyo Games. Okay. Um, f- You know, for the positive weed test. Right. Um... But she made a good point. She said, so this girl tested fucking positive back in December and we're just now hearing about it. Right. She said, when I tested positive within a week, my shit was out and my my image and my talent was slaughtered in front of the people. The other this girl took performance in. Yes. If anything, weed is working against you. Exactly. She took some shit that's cheating. Yes. So, yeah, why are they trying to cover? Of course we know why, because she's fucking white. So they're trying to cover that up. I mean, how can it look, how can it be anything other than racism? Right. right. I mean. That's totally what it is. And I don't, and if you, if you disagree, I don't want to hear it, because that's what it is to me. Because one is performance enhancing. Right. One is fucking pot. One where, is blatant cheating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was questionable cheating with the weed, which doesn't even make sense. Because she's like, running. Who fucking runs high? That right. sounds like a worst time of my life. Right. But, like. This is actual cheating, and the, and they're like letting it slide. Yeah, yeah, it's favoritism. I don't like racism. It. So, fuck them. <clears throat> um. So a lot of people have been sending me the info for this Frida Kahlo immersion. I saw that and uh, thought of you. Exhibit. Well, everyone has, and fuck they've you. all sent it to me multiple times. Um, <laughs> thank you guys, everyone that thought of me because you're you are on point. I do love her very fucking much. I kind of think I'm her, and I just yeah. I, I kind of think I'm her. <laughs> I really love her. Okay, but here's the thing. Um, if you guys did not hear me talk about the Van Gogh immersion yeah you weren't a fan i'm gonna give you a refresher a quick one it's at the same place it is like a warehouse with concrete floors you go in everybody's sitting on the floor some have special vip butt pillows which i got that you have to sniff before you use them right no they're new (laughs) and they're they're you are able to take them home like that's part of the vip package is you get a pillow to sit on instead of solid concrete but um you're all looking at a projector 
projecting a few pieces of the artist's work and it's cut off because of you know it's not a super flat surface right it's going on like ceiling wall uh the divider like all this shit it's distorting the it's art distorting it it has like a weird music background like who chose this it's like sensory overload it's making it's me have anxiety too, exactly. even thinking about it yes it's it's shit it was like wow we got fucking robbed this was a money grab so i was so mad at that i don't even want to go to this one because this is somebody that i love so much that i'll like knock get mad over. at the disrespect I'll break the projector like <laughs> how dare y'all i was in van i don't even give a fuck about van gogh i was in the van gogh one like who owns the rights to his shit who okayed this like i was getting yeah. all like that about it like i need to write a letter it's kind of commercializing oh my god art. and then you go to the gift shop and it's like all dollar store quality made in china shit shitty printed shit phone like cases mass produced yes phone cases crooked printed all fucked up and they they're charged like 50 dollars for a phone case super marked up fucked up quality dollar store shit it was insulting wow. it was really fucking insulting so i was like you know what this is so disrespectful if they do her like that i'm gonna be hot yeah so i'm definitely not going because you'll read about me doing <laughs> too prison. much. You'll read about me getting in trouble for doing too much. It's, yeah, it's, I, I just, I'm mad. And I think that whole immersion shit, if I know, the one in San Francisco was like that. New York, I don't know how yeah. Van Gogh was out there. The one here, if it's anything like that and it is in the same place, like, I can't do it. Yeah. Fuck that. And I don't suggest anybody else waste their money. The either. thought of moving pictures on a wall yeah. with music yeah. makes me it's like some, cry. Yeah, like who curated? It's this? so who, much going on to and me. And you're you're all like sitting in a garage. Like I could put this together. You guys are fucking tripping. Come to my house. I'll Fifty dollars a ticket. A butt pillow, and you sit on the fucking floor in the garage. Like yeah. this, it was dumb. It was so fucking dumb. Oh, don't yeah. Like so that. I I was not a fan. Mm -mm. Um. Can I real quick just say thank you so much to Connie Mackin, Maria. Oh, I thank you. Listen, she sent us Valentine's in the, the mail. The like, sweetest, thoughtful shit. Other than what my man got me, that's the only other Valentine I got. Like, that was so fucking sweet. Um, They were like personal to us you Very know what i mean personal. like so cute and so thoughtful and so sweet and i just want to say thank you and she gave me a kevin potticelli sticker and if anyone knows me knows i yes. love the kevin potticelli i just I, it was so sweet and like we didn't know they were coming so it was a little cute surprise it was just great just thank you you're great yeah she is great i was really happy um you want to read some write-ins yep okay let me pull them up All right. Do we want to sing, you guys? No, we fucking don't. Who wants to sing? Oh, you want to sing today? I said Is no. Is that what you said? I said no. Oh, you did? Bitch, that's not sing what I said. Sing it. I said no, we don't. Um, My man listened to an episode and, and like heard me cutting you off or something and was like, you were kind of rude. Like, What's new? And I'm like, What the fuck's listen, new? <laughs> this it's is our like dynamic. an ongoing thing. She keeps doing it. Nobody wants that. I don't want that. Everybody wants it. I don't. So she's everybody. That's why I sounded like that because I constantly tell her, don't fucking do it. And what do I do? It. <laughs> I do it. She's lucky I have yeah. nothing on the top of my head. Or you do it now. I would. Also, do you guys want to hear a little song I, my, no. I was taught as a kid? It was a little hand game. Kumala, Kumala. Just kidding. 
It, it really is, who, but I won't sing it all. Who made it up? I, my mom taught it to me when I was little. Did she make that and up? And there's a hand game. Uh, apparently her and her friends did. You want to hear it? Fuck no. No. Let me just sing you the first part. <laughs> Can you not? Kumala, 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 Vista. Oh, no. Oh, not the feast. I remember you doing this. I remember you doing this a long time ago. Go to hell. I've been doing this for years. Oh, my God. I just remembered. It's fucking Charlene's fault because she does that shit, too. To this day? Yeah. Random shit. Like oh random God. useless facts, songs. Yeah. That she, has no, she knows a song for everything. <laughs> we drove by a dead skunk in the road one time. To this day, my brothers and I still do it. She would go, squish skunk in the middle of the road. And it would sing this song about it. And to this day, my brothers and I still sing the fucking song. Is that an song. actual song? No, it's she made it. Uh, it's a Charlene song oh she made God. it. Oh, God. Stop. It's where this comes from. Thanks. The pits of white hell. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. Here. Okay, you start. Come on. Fuck you. Okay. <clears throat> Story time right in. When I was eight, both my parents got remarried. My mom to some asshole and my dad to my now stepmother of 20 years. Mm -hmm. I hated my stepmom with a passion. She was so fucking cheery and sweet. It was fake and annoying to me. <laughs> my dad had court appointed visitation. Mine too. <laughs> Twins. Mine too. Triplets. Okay. Uh, and it was finally unsupervised. He moved to her house in San Mateo. For some reason, it took a while for them to give me a room, even though there was literally a room that no one used anyway. They were like, I don't know if we're really committed to this kid <laughs> shit, man. Right. Let, like, let's think about it. <laughs> um, it was around Christmas time and I was allowed to paint uh, the room an approved color, quote unquote. <laughs> I picked a pale sunshine yellow color. While painting the room with my dad, my stepmom comes in and asks how, how's it's going. When my dad leaves the room to get something, I stay painting. I felt it was the appropriate time to tell her, you know, I read that if a person has too much yellow in their life, they become a serial killer. <laughs> As I continue to paint the walls with a big ass smile, she didn't say shit and just leaves the room. She's like, get your fucking kid out of here. <laughs> I really don't want to give her this room. Um, this was the same week she asked me this time in front of my dad what I wanted for Christmas. I told her the biography of Lizzie Borden. <laughs> she pauses and then her eyes get big. And she says, isn't that the girl who's, who's killer, who killed her mom and dad? Yep. To which I replied, no, <laughs> no. She smiles in relief. Then I continue. It's the girl who killed her dad and stepmom. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. What a great Lizzie kid. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. Uh, I smile and walk back to, into my room. Your yellow room, I presume. Your yellow serial killer room. Right. They started looking, locking their bedroom door at night. Kids say the darndest things. LOL. I would walk by and just take the steak knife on the wall as I walked down the <laughs> Could hall. Could you imagine? I'd pack your She'd shit. probably commit her. Yeah, I would pack your shit while you're at school. You'd have to go back with your mom. If I was the stepmom. <laughs> uh, okay, fingering story. I was dating this dude. He was actually my real boyfriend's friend. All right. But because my real boyfriend's friend. okay, but because my real boyfriend went to a different school, I was able to fuck around with two dudes at the same time. We were in high school and his family hated me. 
he, <laughs> he wanted them to like me, so he invited me for dinner with them. Big mistake. While watching a movie with them, he and I were sitting next to each other under a blanket on the couch. His mom sitting next to us and his dad in the chair across from us. He was fingering me the whole time <gasps> while we were watching a wholesome family movie. Oh, I forgot to mention his family was hella religious and I took his virginity in a public space. Hashtag dirtbag. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Can you imagine I- he walks by his mom and fucking he wipes shakes it under her, her nose. He shakes her hand. <laughs> He's like, he plays mom, with her hair. You have something on your face. He rubs her cheek. Oh, <laughs> and has fucking cooter all over it. Oh my God. I don't have a fingering story, but it did make me think. Back when I was like 13, 14, I gave head to a friend of mine in a place called... Mr. Gaddy's. It was a pizza place that had an arcade, and right there in the arcade, there we were. LOL. Looking back, man, the shit that would have caused, this would have been the 90s, so not only was being gay not something as accepted as it is now, but getting caught doing that at that age with a friend that certainly wasn't out of the closet yet. From a young age, however, I just didn't give a fuck. LOL. You're in Chuck E. Cheese, sucking dick. In front of it's family whoever. fun. You're going to jail, first of all. Can you imagine? And yeah, the parents are gonna fucking back lose in the nineties. That was risky. Yeah, seeing that, gay that was teenagers, a, they oh would have fucking God, probably it. put them in jail. Yeah, for sure. Fucked up. That was risky. <clears throat> Way to live on the edge. <laughs> you you want to do one? that? Yeah, go for it. Hi, ladies. I've been meaning to email you guys. First, thank you so much for being so open with your lives and how mental illness has affected both of you as you grow up and even to this day. Yeah, you'll love this episode. Love it. Uh, I know that there's been a few episodes where you've covered specific mental illnesses, and I know both of you are very open about both your father's mental illnesses as well. Uh this last year of my life was turned upside down when my 19 year old had his first episode of psychosis. Mm. He spent 10 months in solitary confinement pause, which I would think would make it worse. Absolutely. Uh, I have a huge problem. With solitary I hate confinement. solitary confinement. Yeah. I do too, because that will induce yes. psychosis. I have a huge and personally, I have personal experiences with that. And I hate the idea of solitary confinements. I don't even like, I don't like it in prisons. I don't, I don't like it at all. Okay. Uh, and his 20th birthday in the County jail trigger warning. And after two separate occasions of him doing self harm, they finally diagnosed him with schizophrenia. He finally was able to be moved to a hospital where he spent his 21st birthday and is still there. I just wanted to tell you both. Thank you so much for your transparency and your openness and talking about schizophrenia on the occasions that you have. Unfortunately, it's a disorder that is still so taboo to talk about and especially that people of color are at the highest percentage rate to be diagnosed with schizophrenia and my son is in that percentage. I'm still fairly new in this journey that I will be taking with my son, but I wanted to tell you how your podcast helped me through one of the most lowest and heartbreaking times I think I will ever experience in my life. I remember the times I used to drive down to the county jail once a week and I would be sobbing in the car and then I would put on an episode of Hello Dysfunction and it helped me so much. It's like having two therapists with an awesome, inappropriate sense of humor. Once again, I just wanted to tell you how much I love both of you and you will never know how you help carry me through one of the toughest times in my life. Oh man, that All my fucking love, hurts Corey. my heart. Yeah. Um, 
I've always said it's one thing having a parent, you know, number one, schizophrenia, paranoid schizophrenia, it's looked at as like um, one of the worst mental mental illnesses. And then it's also the butt of many jokes. And it's also that makes me feel schizophrenic. That's schizophrenic. Yeah, that shit bugs me. It's used as an adjective. It's used as like in jokes. It's used in TV way too much, um, like in a humorous way and like a degrading way. It's used as an insult. I just all that. I hate it. I get uncomfortable every time. I'll tell you from personal experience, if you have ever witness somebody you love in the throes of an episode of paranoid schizophrenia you would never make those jokes no it's one thing to make the inappropriate jokes to cope Mm -hmm. um that we do it's another thing to do it as a fucking asshole yeah it's one of the most heartbreaking things to witness um there's so many meds that you have to go through till you find one that works i've always said you know having a parent with paranoid schizophrenia is tough but i couldn't imagine a child a child yeah like as a as a mom how much you love your kids like Mm. fuck that's hard yeah and then why why would you put somebody in solitary confinement that is displaying signs of being mentally (sighs) that's like the worst thing you could do that's like the worst possible they like they sat around and thought what could we do to make are you trying to force them catatonic yeah how would we do it okay let's just put them in a tiny room by themselves i hate solitary hours for for no breaks just hours and hours and hours think about it like this you're gonna punish someone um in prison for let's say getting in a fight you're going to put them in solitary confinement for 30 days, 30 days. It only takes so long for you to start losing your mind. Right? And, they and it's not, in the dark. They may not recover from that. Right. Like it's bad. It's, it's so beyond bad. torturous. Yeah. Some of that, those laws and shit like need to be changed. I watch lock up and like lock up abroad and shit like that. And mm-hmm. when they get to those solitary confinement um, units and shit, I always get really antsy and anxious because like uh i've talked about it before when i was pregnant with bunny they throw them in there naked sometimes well yeah i was naked when i was pregnant with bunny i went to jail in la and i was having some symptoms of uh like i felt like i was gonna have like a breakdown or something and i told them like i'm usually on medication i don't have it with me like is there a nurse or something that can give me something because i'm feeling like i'm gonna snap and yeah you got to be really careful what you say in jail because right one they don't give a fuck and two and they're not very knowledgeable you're just a crazy piece of yeah. shit and if you say certain things they're just gonna throw you in a room yeah so I was in a room naked with a straight jacket on for a week. Oh my God. I wasn't allowed to have silverware. I wasn't allowed to have sheets. So I had like a plastic mattress. It's like giving me a panic attack. Yeah. I was sleeping butt naked in a cold cement cell with a Velcro, like rough ass Velcro straight jacket thing on. What was the purpose of this? What were they hoping the outcome was going to be? So being in there for 24 hours you only get to come out for a, like a 15 minute shower oh my god it shower. makes me feel fucking rage yeah it makes me really antsy going back to thinking about that and the fact that all of this was for a bench warrant for some traffic shit back home that i didn't take care of when i finally did go before the judge up here after i got extradited back up here for a traffic warrant yes because they have a week to come get you they waited the whole week and then they came and got me and brought me back up here in a van and i went before the judge and i had a minute to explain 
what I went through for this this traffic infraction, like missed court. The judge felt so fucking bad. He waived all of my penalty fees, As all my fees, have. yeah, Good. all of it, waived all of it, and I was just like, "Cause you more than paid, like that's oh. fucking cruel." And they didn't give a fuck. Like they did not care about shit. And being in a room for that long, like I've said before, I I tend to hear voices, have auditory. I'm telling you, some COs are worse than the police, dude, with the power shit and the inflicting fucking pain on people. Like, they get off on it. And and there's no consideration for mental illness. There's no, like, definitely no sympathy. But, like, they don't even care to learn anything about it or, like, how to handle it or how, you know, nothing. I told you guys the San Quentin story of my dad not giving him his meds and then just dropping him off in the middle of a full-blown episode in san pablo with like a beard and shit didn't he, he? he had on he still had on prison clothes and the slides a and, jumpsuit uh it was it was two pieces that looked like scrubs and he had on slides and he looked like charles manson his beard was unkempt it looked like he hadn't showered in weeks his hair was hella long you could tell he'd been unmedicated for a long time and they and, left him and somewhere. they left him no money no nothing just left him it's like how can you do that and not get in trouble like what if now what if he would have did something to someone else what if he would killed everyone in denny's yeah exactly or what if he would have harmed himself or like who's accountable for that like they don't get in trouble for that at all like no responsibility goes on them it would all just be him getting resentenced for that yeah probably you know it's fucked up it's just it's horrible i just remember my grandma at that time being so fucking angry she was on the phone and she was yelling and then when she hung up the phone she was just sobbing and you know I was like 12 at the time so I got it but yeah as a mom now knowing that I can't even imagine yeah. what's being done to your fucking mentally ill child who you've been through hell with like I just hope that now like years later i hope that something has gotten better with right. uh you know jail and consideration for mental health and men- mental illness yeah it's it's a rough road to navigate it is so we yeah we're sending all our love to you and yeah. just be patient and you know be very vocal and advocate for him as much as you can and if you ever because if he tries to advocate for himself he might not be taken seriously so yeah you you really need to step up and speak for him in certain situations yeah and if you ever have any questions you know reach out for sure we'll end on a funny note okay okay you guys were talking about leaving kids with people (laughs) multiple times i once dropped my dad off at the airport And started getting that bubbly feeling in my gut like I needed to get to the bathroom ASAP, Charlene. The closest, (laughs) she used to do that to us as kids and it was so embarrassing. (laughs) So I hope you're happy for fucking your kids up. I'm just kidding. (laughs) In multiple ways. (laughs) Okay. The closest restroom was the cell phone. The closest restroom was the cell phone waiting lot where people all park facing (laughs) these giant boards that list flight statuses and wait for their arriving people. I drove over there as fast as I could and then realized I have three little kids in, a, in car seats and oh no God. way was I going to make it if I had to get them all out. So I literally drove right up as close <laughs> as I could to the bathroom door where hundreds of cars were all parked facing me. Oh my God. And I asked this random lady walking out of the bathroom if she could just stand there at my car and watch my kids. Please. I told her it was a bathroom emergency. She was stunned but said okay. 
I was relieved knowing all these people in their cars are watching this lady watch my kids. Oh my but God. mortified that all these people know what was happening in the toilet. Oh. That being said, how many of you moms drive around with a trenta sized cup in their car for when they have to pee? Because I know I'm not the only one peeing in a cup in my car all the time. I pull over and will sit on the ledge of my car. I'll open the door, sit on the ledge. I had to do that at my at my apartments one time. I am my not bladder, too proud to pee outside if I no, can't. During COVID, no. when no one was letting you in to use bathrooms. Oh, yeah. That was a rough time. I fucking pissed out the side of my car probably twice. Sat on the edge. My, I always carry napkins. My bladder just is not what it used to be. No. And I feel like I used to be able to hold my pee for a whole day, like a whole work shift if I needed to. Not anymore. Now, no. And it nope. comes out of nowhere yeah. hella strong. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. It's and like you have five minutes yeah, to get so to a bathroom. make something happen. If I'm not. real good for pulling over in a dark area and sitting my naked ass yep. on the ledge of my yep. car and peeing. Yes. I'll and op- hoping I have wipes or something And in I car. open the back passenger door yes. too. So it's like. <laughs> a little fucking it's a my corner. own stall my own bathroom you make your stall. own hand yeah your own uh <laughs> makeshift bathroom stall triangle for you to yes. be in and forget the huge rapid stream of pee that's coming that you're that's splattering up on your ankles and you're <laughs> and tiptoeing fucking sidestepping it's on your shoes yes. it might be on your legs people are hearing it yes yeah you're not slick at all but no. i've been there i can't like imagine like diarrhea or something god forbid i love how you whisper i don't because it makes me uncomfortable but like what the fuck would you do okay so my mom i would have to do the same triangle put your ass out the fuck i would have to what would i do thank god i'm always fucking constipated because (laughs) let me tell you I mean, not always, but you know what I mean. I'm always. I, I would rather be constipated than have diarrhea yeah, any day. For sure. My mom, when we were younger, she's always had IBS. And I can remember me, we all, me and my brothers joke about it to this day. My mom would be driving and out of nowhere, she'd start going, oh God, oh God. And she would grab the bottom of the driver's seat and like press it against her butt. <laughs> To hold it in tighter. And she would be speeding so we're going, oh God, oh God. And we'd be like, me and my brother would be like, oh great. And she'd be like, you don't understand. And she'd be taking us to a friend's house, right? We're little. And she'd be like, I have to use the bathroom. And we would scream, please God. No, no. Because we knew she was going to blow our friend's bathroom up and we'd never hear the end of it. That's so embarrassing. So, especially when you're 10. Like, her mom came and shit in our bathroom. And and it smelled so fucking bad. We know she has a fucked up stomach. That's terrible. Oh my god! So I can't imagine. I don't want no parts of that life. No, 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 no. It was a rough childhood in more ways than one, man. Yeah, but for those emergency times, I've always since made it a habit to always have like napkins or wipes in the adult car. diapers. You carry one. <laughs> I'll start keeping depends in there. Do I don't you, know. Do you remember the bitch? Um, her dude was uh, an astronaut. She worked for NASA. Uh-huh. She had became obsessed with this dude. I might be getting that part of the story wrong, okay? But you're making shit up. Google it. She drove hours to go fucking. It was either kill him or his wife. One of the two. Okay, that- listen. She fucking planned so well. She was like, "I'm making no stops, bitch." She wore an adult diaper so she wouldn't have to do bathroom breaks. <laughs> 
why first of all the astronaut part is a total that's jody arias bitch no no she wore diapers and did drove she? to arizona i did not know she did that too she did that she wore diapers drove i think the to astronaut arizona. the astronaut bitch did it first okay so there what is this voice she might have got... <laughs> who is that i'm a ventriloquist with different dummies on my lap they have different accents that one was from australia <laughs> Perth, <laughs> New South Wales. Oh my god! Um, but fucking Jody uh, Arias she probably that. got that from the astronaut bitch, or just smart thinking. Like I'm not stopping because I don't want like I'd rather get I don't have diaper time, rash. I don't have time to waste. Like I'm gonna pee multiple times in this diaper and throw it out the window at some point, and then poop, and I'm gonna have adult diaper rash. But you're still gonna have your throat slit, bitch. Yep, on she time. She was a crazy bitch on fucking time. Shit, hey, that yeah. bitch was wild. Her. Her, her like documentaries and uh like little mini series that they do about her case they're hella interesting because she was fucking nuts yes completely fucking nuts she was like oh your mormon ass wants to keep me your fucking sex secret yeah, bitch yeah yeah i'm not good enough to fucking i'm gonna cut be a girlfriend yeah oh and then i'm gonna lie about it yep. and i'm gonna be so dumb i put the digital camera in the wash and think it got destroyed that was her mistake she's so stupid right you World's take that motherfucker murderer. with you yeah and run it over somewhere in the desert stupid god yeah she was nuts yep she wore the diapers <laughs> but he was not an astronaut i no, promise no no there's an astronaut one google it oh. you guys it, it's older than the jody arias but she did it she fucking um yeah he works for nasa i remember watching it so me and my cousin used to make the drive to la sometimes don't like, tell me you guys wore nah, diapers we thought about it we we <laughs> joked about it like me and her when i say we were childish like it's me and you times a thousand like we would pr there's we no would laugh. there's no voice of reason no 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 one is the adult once in a while and I'm... then we would like laugh on purpose to pee our pants we've done it in front of guys we had done it in cars so they're like, like oh they're really mentally ill <laughs> yes, yes and unmedicated but like pretty so like we got away with it and like a good time i don't know i don't know but it it's, it was like an ongoing thing. And so we had this bright idea. I am looking at her like you guys were peeing yourself. Yes, I'm dead fucking serious. Like I can tell There's you. There's way too many confessions on this episode. I know, Erase it. I know. Erase the whole thing. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> we fucking, we discussed it. And we were like, next time we go to LA, we should just fucking get to pens and like pee in them and see what happens. And it was a plan. We just never got to execute it. But like we talked about it multiple times. Like, yeah, we're going to do it. Like that was totally reasonable within reason. We were peeing, like laughing till we pee our pants, like in front of people. Wow. Like at radio stations, um, lots of different situations. Stop talking. Very <laughs> Stop talking. So I'm not against the depends idea. I'm like for murder. It seems uh, logical. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable. You're being smart. You're being a smart killer. Can you imagine you have to put desitin on your butt because now you have diaper rash. You're not going to get diaper rash that quick. You bitch, sit one in day. acidic poop. Poop is not something that uh, everybody does every day. I But I'm just saying they so might have IBS. We're, we were talking about pee. We're not talking about poop. So like if you burning. know you're no, it's fine. It's a diaper. It's like a maxi pad. Yeah, but, bigger. but your pee's acidic and it's sitting on your skin for hours. It's not acidic. Pee? Everybody's pee isn't acidic. Babies get diaper rash if they if sit they in it. If they have it on too long. Well, if you're sitting in it for eight hours. 
what if you pee a few times and you throw it out the window like you I turn it inside out you put a new one on i can't we're leaving we're out we're, we're fucking out of here you don't get it you, you just don't fucking get it <laughs> shit is annoying god <laughs> whatever i guess we're done you're not mentally ill enough <laughs> You didn't have enough childhood trauma, apparently. So I guess we're done, guys. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk to you on my own some other time. <laughs> Suck it easy. Go to bed. Go to bed. In a diaper. <laughs> and you'll be fine. Turn it off. I hate everybody. Oh, my God. Hella oversharing. Ridiculously so. <sighs> Thank you.